This is Up for Debate, episode number 226, recorded February 9th, 2022. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this super edition of Up for Debate, the debate podcast where the two agree on everything. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by a man who's so thirsty. It's Matt Mariani. Hello, Matt. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just shotgunning I mean, my water. It, like, here. literally, I'm outside hydrated. of it, if you had just flipped it upside down, it would have been like a hamster just going nuts. On, I mean, you were just going wild. I, I the was second getting, I hit the record getting button, hydrated for the you, big you waited game, right until we you know? started. Mm-hmm. I, all of a sudden, I was overcome with a, just an urge. I just had the urge. The urge. Just down a bunch of water. Shotgun water, so... Well, speaking of shotgunning things, Matt, it is our annual Super Bowl Prop Bets episode, one of our big to-dos of the year. Uh, this is year number seven, if you can believe it, that we've covered a Super Bowl. Uh, for those who aren't initiated, uh, we pick a series of 11 bets that we make with one another about things surrounding the Super Bowl, and we're going to see who can get the most points and win. Are you excited? As always, this is I, I think I've said this before on the show. This is one of one of my favorite things that we do, uh, and I genuinely mean that. I think we have some really cool staples and traditions that we've developed over the years of of recording, and this is one of my favorite things. So I'm very excited now d- for the Super Bowl. Always excited for the Super Bowl. Does episodes. that have anything to do with your track record in this event? Uh, the track record that actually makes me more nervous than excited because. Uh, I uh, as 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 far as I can tell, I have beaten you, Sean, in every matchup we've had, and I have also successfully picked the winning team in every matchup we've had, with the exception of one year we both picked, I think, the same yes, team. But that counts. So you've been right every time. Now I will say right. for the record, I did beat you one year. You are not undefeated. I beat you in 2018. So right. yes, you now, did. You and overall you, you did, but I still picked the Eagles to win. Have I only won one out of six? That is correct. You have the overwhelming count, and I will say I'm the only person to ever get the score exactly right for whatever that's worth. And that was in which uh, the year? The 2017. That was in... uh, the, uh, the the I believe that was the Super Bowl comeback, the Atlanta comeback. Right? Was in 2017. Uh, this says you, you were close. It said this one's it, according to your sheet, it says you, your, your guess was 35, 29 to me. The final was 34, 28. So you were a point off. There's a plus or minus. That's really very, there's a plus or minus point because it's very hard to get. Okay. Anyway, let me just have it. Just just have it. I'll, I'll let you have it, Sean. You're so good at this, Matt. And every year I, (laughs) I'm a total bonehead about it. In how I make my picks, I always like, I'm going to pick the crazier thing. I'm going to pick the thing that's not going to happen. And then I just totally did my... Eh. No, you, no, it's that it's you, like you like to risk it. You risk it for the biscuit. And, I get and last it. year was one of my... It's a valid last strategy. Last year was one of my worst losses ever. Um, a total disaster. The other thing you beat me on a lot is, um, and we'll get to our halftime uh, predictions, our halftime score predictions, but... I've never beaten you at that, and there's some definitely some points there to be won. Well, this this year with as many acts as there are, it's going to be wild. It, it could be but, tricky. Uh, Matt, before we get into the bets, let's talk a little bit about Super Bowl Fifty Six LVI uh, happening in Los Angeles, California, between your Los Angeles Rams and your Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Matt, what are you uh, what are you feeling about the Super Bowl this year? Sean, I'm really hyped for this Super You're Bowl. You're hyped? <laughs> it's it's um yeah, no, it's for real. The, this is this is an an incredible outcome that I don't think anybody had. And if they tell you that they had this outcome, especially in the beginning of the season, then they're a damn liar because there's no way that anybody could have seen Bengals and Rams, maybe the Rams. Yeah, I think people felt good about the Rams coming out of nowhere. Bengals, yeah. Come on. Nobody had that. There was nobody. It was not even on the radar. And if they tell, again, if they tell you they had it, then they are absolutely lying to you. In the past couple of matchups, like, really, when could you have said that? That a team like this would come out of nowhere? Maybe, maybe the Eagles 2018? Yeah, like, that was kind like of an the, oddball the fact one. They, 
that's really the only the only one of all these other teams are like uh, you know you could have predicted you could have predicted Chiefs maybe Chiefs like Chiefs Bucks especially with when Brady went there you could have predicted uh, Patriots and anybody that they ever played in except for the the Eagles yeah like this is all it's all stuff that you you could have seen coming but nobody saw the Bengals they come out of nowhere and they're in the Super Bowl and um, I'm I'm very excited for this. I think this guy. I I think both of the quarterbacks are very exciting, very talented. Uh, both of the teams, I think, are are pretty pretty evenly balanced, evenly matched. Um, but I do think that one has an advantage over the other, and and we'll we'll talk about that on the show. How are you feeling about this Super Bowl? You know. I- do you think the fix was in with it being in L.A.? <laughs> no, I I had picked the Rams at the end of last year as as a great opportunity to make it. As soon as they signed Matt Stafford, I mean, they had a pretty their defense was still really. I mean, they were in the Super Bowl what three years ago, two years ago, uh, when the Patriots beat them. So the, they were a good team. Uh, just Jared Goff was not very good. So as soon as they signed Matt Stafford, whoosh, you know, they were right to the top. So that doesn't surprise me. The Bengals for sure. I think people felt the Bengals were going to be good next year, right? Like, this is the year you kind of flirt with the playoffs a little bit. And you say, hey, look, we had a winning season. Good job. Joe Burrow's coming off of a, you know, a busted leg. Um, We'll see how it goes. I agree with you. I don't think anyone predicted a Super Bowl run for this team. And they beat some very good teams along the way, if you think about it. The Titans, uh, the Chiefs, um, you know, all all very good teams. You know, that it, it was a tough AFC this year, no doubt about it. So I think it's going to be a great... Uh, well, let me put it this way. I think these are two great teams, which means it's going to be a very boring Super Bowl, is my fear. It's going to be pa- Patriots-Rams all over again, two high-powered teams who just slog it out because the defenses play well. Um, I, I feel confident in my winner when I go to pick them, but I do think they're... What's nice is both teams give you something to root for. Because the Rams is very, like, in NBA terms, kind of a super team, right? They kind of went and free-agented all the really good guys together. Um, And it's a lot of big-name players. And in the Bengals, you have a very clear underdog. A lot of rookies, a lot of guys who weren't famous before this year until they had a big year. Um, So I think no matter how you slice it, I think it's a, a great story and should be a good game. All right. Well... Shall we venture into prop bet territory? I think that would be fine, Matt. Uh, Let's Mm -hmm. dig in for Super Bowl 56. Uh, I have my tracking chart here with some notes in it for us. Uh, But we've got to begin with one of our most uh, noted uh, bets, uh, one of our most famous bets we've done, and it's a 50-50 bet. It is the coin toss. Now, Matt, uh, historically, uh, you've won this. I've only ever won this once. You've won it many more times. But it has flipped between heads and tails pretty evenly. Last year was heads, which you won. Um, and by tradition, I give you pick. Um, maybe that's why I keep losing. But, um, Matt, do you have a, a, a lean one way or the other on heads or tails? Um, let's see. Last year, I went with heads, and it was yes. heads. And I think that the Buffalo Bills went with tails and it was heads i don't i I can't remember but anyway i think i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with tails well that was your policy for many years was you always picked tails it was only last year was the first time you picked heads that's right and i because i always would say tails never fails and i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with uh like i said before sean i'm gonna go with heads are you sure once it goes in the sheet you can't change it Heads, it is. Heads sometimes fails. Okay, heads it is. It's locked in the sheet. That means I have tails. Um, and that's a nice, easy point for someone to win towards our uh, towards our grand total. Now, uh, Matt, I know you're always excited for the national anthem. Uh, we bet on the length of time it takes for the person to sing the anthem from the first note to finishing the last note. And Matt, I know you love this singer. One of your favorite... Why don't you sing... Well, let me let me tell the folks at home. Obviously, you know who this is, but for the folks at home, it's country singer Mickey Guyton will be singing the national anthem. Matt, which of Mickey's songs is your favorite? Google's Mickey Guyton. <laughs> I 
I uh, I lift hay in my tractor. Okay, Matt, would I'm going to be honest? It surprised me. Would it surprise you to learn that Mickey Guyton is a woman? Okay. Yes, that would that would surprise I feel, me. I know nothing about Mickey Guyton. Uh, let's see. Some of all. her big singles include "Better Than You Left Me," the Heartbreak Song. Um, yeah, I, I have never heard any of these and don't know what they are. Nope. But nope. Uh, what happened? You know, in the championship games, we had a Shante, right? A, a, a Sante? Yeah. And then a Shante. Well, no, but it was funny because one was Asante and one was Shante. Yes, they were very similar. Like I thought they were like battling or something. No, no, one of them was. I thought one of them. Oh, was you're Brandy. right. It was Brandy and Ashante. Brandy, Ashante. I thought it was Ashante. I don't remember. No, Ashanti, Ashanti, and yes. Brandy. Yes. And now we have Mickey Guy. So two, uh, two, yeah, two early two thousands, um, stars, belting belting out the the anthem. I thought that was cool because I remembered both of them loosely. I think like one song of theirs from the early 2000s. Yeah, Brandy had a little bit of a run, certainly. Yeah. Now, Mm -hmm. on the National Anthem, Matt, for many years, we just picked the over-under, which this year is set at 1 minute and 40 seconds, uh, which is a little short, actually. Um, Last year was 2 minutes, the year before a minute 50. But last year, for the very first time, we each picked a specific time. And it was who got closest, which I think is a little more fun. Uh, you went first on the last one, so if it's all right with you, I'm going to go first on this one. Uh, I have done absolutely no research on Mickey Guyton, have not listened to her sing a national anthem, but because the over-under is set low, I think she's going to sing it fast. That's the expectation. I'm going to go under, and I'm going to take it at 1 minute and 35 seconds. Okay. Um one forty. Yeah, I'll for I'll take the over. I'll take the over and I will lock mine in at one minute and forty three seconds. Okay. Very good. Pretty pretty similar, pretty sure. close. I'm thinking just because it's a country singer. I don't know. That that really means nothing, but Whatever. I want to take the over because you took the well, under. Well, if we're going to do that, then um, then I think that'll be a nice clear line. So you're gonna, 140 is what you're going to want to watch, and then we'll see who can get closer. Um, that's great. Again, another nice easy win for somebody, cool. depending on uh, Miss Mickey. Now, uh, Matt, we got a, a, next up is a new bet. Uh, we haven't done this one before. We try and bring in some new ones every year. Uh, and by the way, all of these for the record, are things you can actually bet on, which I thought, Matt, I'm not joking, sports betting is now legal in many states, including, I believe, your own state of New Jersey. I was going to proposition you that we put actual money down on these. I thought about it. I I was always all ready to do it, and I was going to come in and be like, Sean, I already locked in all these bets. Well, And uh, I thought it would be fun if I made the opposite bets on some of the, like, more binary ones. Where it's like, yes, no, if I made the opposite bet and put money on them, because then you win either way. Well, you also lose the, either the way. The problem with Super Bowl, and I, I've actually followed a blog. He, This is, I think he said, his 11th year doing it. He does this every year, but he actually bets on them, like real money. And uh, I've learned from him that the odds on these things are so bad, what usually ends up happening is you bet like $11 to win $11.12, or... You bet $11, and even if you win, you actually lose money. Like, the odds are so skewed that these are Mm -hmm. made for fun and not to profit off of. Sometimes they are, but for the most part, like, I don't think he's ever profited any year he's ever done it. So, uh, even getting half or more of them correct. So, Mm -hmm. maybe next year we'll each pick, like, one bet we put money down based on the odds where we might actually make something. We'll we'll have to see. Like, the coin toss is... Is literally de- dead even money. You, you don't make anything. So, uh, but Matt, we have a new one this year. First penalty of the game. What is the type of penalty that is first called at this Super Bowl? Now, uh, it could be anything from uh, a false start, 
Uh, it could be uh, offensive pass interference, defensive pass interference, uh, delay of game, roughing the passer. I mean, the, the, the list of NFL penalties, I'm sure, is, is large, um, but not all of them are that common. I like this bet. Um, the, I, I, uh, I, I actually did a little bit of thinking and strategizing on this one. Do you want me to go with my, to tell you my pick? Uh, yes. Oh my God. Of course. So I was really kind of torn between two and I'll tell you the other one after we, after we do your pick. But I think that the first penalty called is going to be a false start. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. It's going to be a false start penalty. And why is that? Um, slash illegal uh what is it called what is the like referee term for false start? um well if it's the, it matters if it's defensive or offensive if it's defensive uh it is a neutral zone infraction neutral zone and if infraction, it's offensive yeah. it is a false start neutral zone infraction is yeah i i know but i there's another name there's like another name illegal illegal procedure Illegal procedure. There's what the I think it's that's that's similar to a false mm-hmm. start, right? Yeah. So, um, that's that's my pick. The reason I went with it is I I think that it's a um, it's a it's a common one to call for young teams, like young, sometimes they um especially young teams that have not been on the, on the big stage yet right right matt stafford the rams have been in it but not necessarily stafford in that role um it's you know big super bowl people are nervous people jump and so i was torn kind of between the illegal procedure or the or the offside slash encroachment mm-hmm. ruling but i think it's going to be a fa- false starts are tend to be more common it's usually the the, the offense that blinks first so i'll go with i'll go with that um my second pick which i'll i'll say now my like, I, backup I know one picking. was going to yeah it was, it was probably going to be pass interference okay. because these are both very both very pass heavy just pass heavy offenses in general um but i feel like it, the the defenses are these defenses are not going to commit a lot of pis because they're 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 in the super bowl and I think that they're going to they're going to play it a little bit safer. They're both going to go with like kind of a prevent or zone kind of defense, where you're less likely to draw a um, an, a, a, a pay, pi. So, what did you go with, uh, Matt? My, my initial thought was to pick something stupid and exotic like uh, illegal forward pass or. Uh, illegal wedge, you know, things that don't really happen. But I'm so desperate to win. I did what any normal person would do and Googled most common penalties in the U.S. Would you like to know the top five most common penalties in football? Probably holding's got to be well, up there. That was another big choice. Here we go. Number five, unnecessary roughness. Number four, defensive holding. Number three, defensive pass interference. Number two, false start. And what I'm picking, number one, offensive holding. A boring penalty, yes. but one they call a lot. Well, the, the garbage thing about holding, and I've heard this said by by pros and, and fans alike, is that referee, and I've also heard it by officials too, by the way, but referees can basically call holding on any play it's just whenever they choose to acknowledge it that it's happening it's one of those kind of bs things where holding as a whole penalty is dumb because how are you supposed to be a if you're a lineman how are you supposed to block if you can't hold the other person yeah well it's pass interference is is like that too where it's kind of an opinion call pass interference i think is a little more clean cut though because in order to commit pass interference you are Clearly, you are clearly interfering with the receiver's ability to catch a ball. With holding, like, what is the difference between a hold and a clean block? It's it's both of those things can look exactly the same. Uh, no, not really. I mean, holding the second you do this and close your hand on something and hold literally hold, 
as long as you push and you don't do this. Like, it's yeah, not but... that. Like, again, does it happen so much? It's kind of a silly rule because if you called it every time, mm-hmm. I agree. But pass interference, I feel like we see way more controversial pass interference calls than we do holding calls. I don't know if that's I... true. I think the I think I think we see the same. But I think that the pass interference ones get more attention. Because they're more valuable. Because they're usually more critical. Right. Because at a, pa- a pass interference, you get the ball at the at the place of the foul. So they can be a lot more impactful. Holding is just a, what is it, a 10-yard penalty. So mm. um, I, am, I am also, I'm surprised, though, that face masking was not on that I list. think it used to be. I don't think it's as much anymore. I thought, what was, there was one mm-hmm. in here that I thought was... Um, was a little more roughing the passer i thought especially with all the the rules where you can't touch the passers was going to be a little more common um well that's going to go down now that tom brady's retired now the guys can really get their butt kicked um roughing the brady is is uh is is my favorite brady bunch spinoff roughing Roughing the the brady's um yeah or even like delay of game or uh yeah i mean just so many good penalties yeah, no. These were these were good choices. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see. Um, now, uh, Matt, it is the time for us to get into the halftime show, the halftime show, uh, which I know we're very excited about. Um, we famously did an episode all about some of the weirdest and wackiest uh, Super Bowl halftimes in history. And uh, we're going to be talking about this year, the uh, Pepsi Presents, the Super Bowl halftime show. And we're going to have a whopping five scheduled performers, if you can believe it. Uh, an all Los Angeles uh, cast, Dr. Dre, a.k.a. Andre Young. Uh, Snoop Dogg, a.k.a. Calvin Brodus Jr. Eminem, a.k.a. Marshall Mathers III. Kendrick Lamar, a.k.a. Kendrick Lamar Duckworth. And Mary J. Blige. That's just her name. Yeah, that's I. I uh, I was surprised that uh, that was her actual. Oh, it's, name. it's Mary did Jane Blige. I thought that was a, but yes. Yeah, did not know that was. I thought that was a stage name. Uh, obviously, it sounds. You know, it you don't think Doctor so Dre's a real right. doctor? Snoop. No, I thought I thought Snoop Dogg was just yeah. his name, but. Dr. Dre, what did he get his doctorate in? Uh, it says right here, uh, fucking the police. That's oh, what the article nice. said. Uh, Matt, are you excited for the Super Bowl halftime? <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually am. I think this is going to be a fun halftime show. It's going to uh, be very, very indicative of the flavor of L.A., uh, where the Super Bowl is this year, I think it's going to be. A, I think it'll be a fun time. I think that all of these these performers are going to have fun performing together because they're all friends, and that's friendship is magic. Um, I think it's not going to be as awkward or forced as when Coldplay did the Super Bowl with Bruno Mars and and Beyonce, which was very strange it looked like watching three different mini mini performances at halftime especially since Coldplay was the only one that was like I think advertised um in that year and I'm still bitter about that they didn't give Coldplay enough time they didn't give them their fair their fair shake I thought but at least these performers right Sean they're all friends they're all buddies I think that they'll, they'll have a lot of fun performing together yeah they're all west coast rappers they all sort of come from the same labels and the same uh groups if you will uh i think i I disagree with you a little bit i I do hope though one thing i did like about the beyonce and bruno mars thing was the fact that they interplayed off one another um in sort of a fun way uh that doesn't usually if there's multiple performers in a halftime it's like and now this person and they perform and then they leave and now this person and they like i hope that they use this opportunity to get all five of them mixing and matching on different songs, going around, doing stuff together. I think if you're going to have five different individual performers, let them be creative and do things with each other. That is what excites me about just the format and the types of artists they're having is very unusual for the Super Bowl. I don't think they've ever... They've done like five artists 
total before, but they've never done five individual people, um, which I think could do some interesting stuff. So I am excited for that. Mm-hmm. Now, how are we doing these picks for... Well, first up, uh, first up uh, we have a bet. This is yeah. a real bet. The first artist to sing mm. during the halftime show. Now, you got five to choose from, so... Uh, normally we wouldn't do this bet because there would only be one or two singers, but with five, um, hell, you could do uh, you could do a lot worse. So, um, what do you, uh, Matt? Do you have a, a prediction for this one for the first artist to sing during halftime? Well, I think didn't I go? I went first oh, the last time, turn. didn't I? All yeah, right. I believe it is your turn. Uh, mm-hmm. That is a good one. I am going. I thought about this. I have. And we'll talk about this when we get into what songs are going to be played. But I think you go with the um, the oldest and the most established. Um, and I think it's Dr. Dre. I think Dr. Dre uh, opens the show. I do have a strong second choice if it's not him. But I think that he is such the, uh, to borrow a phrase, the OG, uh, if you will. Uh, God, I'm like the whitest guy ever. Uh, I think uh, I think Dr. Dre is going to be first. What do you think, Matt? Um, I think that you... I think it's a very valid strategy, right? Dr. Dre is the kind of the senior of all of this whole yep. group. Um, but I think I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with my my gut here. And I'm going to say that it's uh it's going to be uh Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. Okay, the opposite direction. I think that they're going to they're going to sa- kind of save everybody else for later, like like kind of cuz it's it's kind it's kind of like the opposite of your pick, right? It's like going back in time. I think they're going to put uh, Kendrick is the most contemporary artist of the of the group, so I think they're going to put him out there first, and it'll be kind of a good like a um, a good way to to bring in like the new fans, and then you hit them with the with the throwbacks, you hit them with the Mary J. Blige, you hit them with the Snoop, and you hit them with the Dre and Eminem. I think Dre and Eminem are going to come out together, and I think they're gonna they're gonna perform. Well, I think they'll all perform together, but I think they're going to come out at the same time. Well, Matt, let's talk about what they're going to be singing. It's a tradition for us. We do a half, what we call the halftime set list. Um, and as part of that, we each pick three songs uh, that we believe are going to be played during the halftime. We go back and forth, draft our songs, if you will. Um, I went first on the last one, so you son of a bitch, you're going to get the, uh, you're going to get the first uh, pick here. So do we? Are we still getting three? Because there are four artists, or there are actually five artists. Uh, should we do? A bu- how, should we do one per one per artist? Oh, that's a. I mean, how many songs can you get through in a halftime, though? This is true. I'll this is it, true. Or should we just should we just keep it simple? Let's take it to four. Four each. Four. Okay, I agree. I am in. I'm in agreement. We'll, we'll do. We'll try to do four. Okay. I agree. I think that's fair. But Sean. You you done goofed. You messed yeah, up. You let me have and the I first pick. I do it pick. every year. Sean, I'm taking, I'm taking it. I'm taking the most obvious, the most obvious choice on this list. If they don't do this song, something has gone horribly wrong with the timeline. Lose yourself by That's Eminem okay. is definitely gonna be gonna be one of the songs. It has yep. to be. Has to I think be. It's a great one. Sean, if it is not, I will eat a whole bag of flaming Doritos. Okay, all right. Should I note that in the other spreadsheet? Put it in there. A whole bag. Flaming hot Doritos. Holy smokes. Okay. Well, that's a good pick. It's a good pick. It's uh, it was Eminem's uh biggest song, so I don't think it's surprising that he would uh, he would perform it. And it's I feel like it's just so centrally connected to to sports in general. Yep. Palms are sweaty, mom's spaghetti. It's all there. That's right. He's all of those things. Um, well, Matt, you done gone fucked up. Uh, because you didn't pick the song that there is a 100% chance they're going to do. Now, you got to remember, this is a, um, a, a uh, 
a, a, an ode to West Coast rap is what I think um, it's it's going to be. And obviously, it's in Los Angeles. And so one of uh, Dr. Dre's biggest songs, he wasn't primarily listed on it, but he was part of the track uh, through his Death Row Records. Maybe they'll bring back the hologram, maybe they won't. But Tupac's California Love is a slam dunk grand slam of a song to be performed. And if they don't perform it, I will eat an entire bag of Flaming Hot whatever you said you were going to eat. Flaming Hot Doritos. That's right. That's 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 my bonus bet there. All right. That's a that's a good pick. It is a good pick. Um and you got Snoop right there. But Sean there's another song that I think has some has some almost certain almost certain odds that they will perform. You're right. You're correct. It is a West Coast uh, centric performance, and one of the most West Coast songs. Ain't nothing but a G oh, thing. That one. Ain't nothing but a G thing by Dr. Dre, and, and I believe Dog. that is a it collab. Is, yes. is it, it is not with Snoop? With Snoop, who will who will in fact be there on that stage? So. Hey. I really, I wanted Just that. saying, I wanted that California Love was a Tupac and Snoop, but it, Tupac, as far as we know, I mean, he could make an appearance, right? There's that whole hoax that he's actually a hologram, mm. and I think that there was there were hologram sightings of him in in Bahrain or something, but uh, I don't think he'll be on that stage, so I'm I'm locking that in. It's a good call. It's a good call. Uh, Matt, I feel good about my next one. Um, It was uh, a song partially written by Dr. Dre, and it was this person's number one, I believe their only song to ever hit number one on the charts um, as a solo artist. And uh, she's got to do her biggest hit. She's got to do her biggest hit. Mary J. Blige, Family Affair. That is that is my number my song number two right there. That's a good lock. That's a good lock, lock, lock for in. Mary J. Lock it in. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think it's time to. We did. Let's see. We did a. We did a. We did an Eminem. We did a Dr. Dre. We got to get another Snoop in there. We got to drop it like it's oh, hot. Oh, that's Sean. a great one. Drop it like it's hot. Now, the, the my strategy with that one, and I'm I'm surprised that I I'm, I'm able to take it this late in the game, but uh, my strategy with that one is that it's a very easy song to censor because it was on Rock yes. Band, and the censored version was on Rock Band, and so I think it, they're going to be able to clean it up. I still don't know, like, are they going to censor the lyrics? Like, change them to be, like, their their parents-friendly, family-friendly versions of, them, of the songs? Or are they just going to bleep out all the expletives? In which case, you know, we, we're going to be hearing some strange uh, clipping rendition of the song. But I digress. Drop that in like it is hot. Like it's a big bowl of flaming Doritos. So goddamn hot. That's a different song. It's hot in here. Her. It's hot in her. Hot in her. her. Um, that was a good pick, Matt. Uh, for my next one, um, I am. Boy, now we're getting down to the real nitty gritty. Um. Uh, I think. What am I going to do? Because I also, I know I know what I want my fourth song to be, and I don't think you're going to take it, so i got to take something that's a little more, uh, a little more interesting. Oh, I didn't know he did a, Eminem did a song with Dr. Dre. This is going to be, so one thing for people to know is when we do this, uh, when we do these bets, I have to watch the Super Bowl and, like, score them. 
And so when they're doing the halftime show, like I have to know what songs they're singing so I can say, oh yeah, they they sung that song. Um, and it, this is going to be a real problem this year. Um, this is not really my demographic. Uh, all right, I am going to pick um, another... I don't want to do another Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre song, though. Mm. All right. I'm going to pick our first Kendrick Lamar song. And I'm going to go with his biggest hit, uh, his only song to reach number one on the U.S. Uh, Top 100 chart, um, off of his, uh, that he did solo, um, off of his uh, 2017 album, Humble, is going to be my pick. He's got to do one of his songs, right? You got you got my yeah. pick. That was actually going to be my fourth pick. I was hoping that you were going to go with Kendrick Lamar's other very likely song, which I might take. I'm not sure. I'm not locking it in yet, but his other very popular song, DNA. Uh, but I, I haven't locked it in yet. I think it's a very strong chance. I haven't picked a Mary J. Blige. Yep. Yeah. Although Family Affair is is probably going to be the one, um, she'll probably get another one. I'm just not sure what it's going to be. I think I think I'm going to go with another. I think I'm going to go with another Eminem. I think I'm going to go with. Um, I think I'm going to go with. My name is. I'm sorry. My name is what? My name is Slim Shady. The real Slim Shady? Not the real, the different oh. song. Although that was that would have been a that would have been a good pick too. I was actually kind of be, like between those two, but I think that the real Slim Shady has too many. There's so many like late '90s references. It's the same with Without Me in that song that I think are they won't play really in a. I mean, they'll play, they'll play to our generation, but I think My Name Is is a good song it's just a good it's fun people are going to sing along to it better you can't really sing along to too much of real slim shade i mean you can but if you know the words i would go ahead and i i think it's also also easier to censor the no fun league is gonna like it better so i think i think my name is interesting um i am not going to take another eminem song but if i did I think Love the Way You Lie with Mary J. Blige is a possibility. Because he does that song with Rihanna originally. And I could see a Love the Way You Lie with Mary J. Blige because that was one of his other really big hits. But who knows? Um, okay. I, for my final song, I am going to. Uh, you know, Matt, you're familiar with the uh, fantasy football term of stacking where you take a quarterback, yeah. you may take his receiver, so you get points when both of them score. I'm going to... I cringed a little bit. Yeah. I cringed when you said fantasy football, mm -hmm. Sean, because I don't know if you know this, but the past two seasons, I, my centerpiece, my centerpiece and first pick um, has been Alvin Kamara, and he basically assassinated his whole career over the weekend. Uh, and the biggest tragedy of it all, Sean, and I won't get too into the, into the weeds with, with my fantasy team, but the biggest tragedy of it all is not that he he made, he brought me a championship two two years ago, basically single handedly with his Christmas game uh, against the Vikings. The biggest tragedy is that I can't name my team Space Cam Two next year. Space Cam, <laughs> a new legacy. This year I was Space Cam, and next year was going to be Space Cam Two. Uh, and and now that now that is not going to happen. So R.I.P. Yeah, I mean, to a real I'll, one. I'll say two things about that, Matt. One is uh, to base your entire fantasy football team around Alvin Kamara is an insane prospect. Um, and number two, uh, it's the NFL, Matt. I mean, it took uh, Aaron Hernandez had to murder a couple people to get kicked out of the league. He's going to be back. Don't count him out just yet. Um, yeah, I think uh, my uh, my stack here is going to be another. I already took California Love. You took nothing but a G thing. I'm going to take one more Dr. Dre Snoop Dogg collab. Um, not as popular as those, but if for some reason they don't do California Love, this is my backup. Um, and I'm going to go with the next episode, um, which was a pretty big song for them. Um, 
but considering it includes both of them, I don't think it's too bad of a pick. All right, that is four songs apiece for the set list. Big points to be won or lost there, so we will have to see. Uh, all right, let's continue on to our next bet here, Matt. Uh... Rarely we've done it. I think we only did it one other time. I'm going to try and look it up. Would be a cross-sport bet, um, which is uh, you can do many this year. You can do them based on how the Masters does. You can. There's actually one where it's whatever the highest speed is in the Daytona 500 in miles per hour, which will be bigger, that or Cooper Cup receiving yards in the first half. It's, it's wild. And so... Um, we previously did one for the Super Bowl in 2018 where we did which would be higher, Brady uh, completions or Kevin Durant points at a game. Kevin Durant won that one. And we're doing one this year, Matt. Which will be higher, the total points scored in the first half of the game or the total number of goals scored in the four NHL games happening Sunday morning? Okay. Now, those four games, for the record, they're all over by, like, before kickoff. So we'll know before kickoff what we're comparing it to. Uh, but it is the Senators, Capitals, Sabres, Canadians, Penguins, and your New Jersey Devils, and the Avalanche and the Stars. Four games, eight teams, more goals between all of them or points in the first half. What do you think, Matt? This is, uh. The, you know what? Uh. I I would normally say whew, you got some matchups here. Now I, I don't know a whole lot about hockey per se. I, I do I do enjoy the, my Devils, but I think that you got caps Senators caps this as far as I know the Senators suck and the Caps are really good. So I feel like that's gonna maybe be a one sided game. I think in that game alone, you you might actually get more. So I'm going to say that the total NHL goals is going to be higher. I think that uh, I think that that uh, Sabers, all of these really have the potential to be high scoring kind of upset games. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm say I'm gonna give it to the NHL. I think that the first half is gonna. I, both of these teams start out pretty slow out of the gate. I don't think there's going to be a. I think it. I think the sec, They're going to light up the second half more than the first. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say NHL. Your, yeah. Your logic is very sound, Matt. I did Google average goals per game in the NHL. It's right about six. Multiply that times four. That's twenty-four. Um, now, obviously, it could be more. It could be less. Um, but if you use the metric of twenty-four, will they score twenty-four points in the first half? That's kind of a lot. And historically, Super Bowls are very low scoring to start. Um, and so I know it's not going to be fun for us if we pick the same one, but I also want to win and don't want to give you a free point. So I'm taking the NHL as well. But I am curious to see, do you want to... Um, I'm trying to see how we can make this more interesting. Do you want to try and predict how many goals there will be? In those four games? Not really. Okay. All right. Um, you can... Just because I don't know it. I don't really know a super enough about okay. them. Do you want to... Nope. Do you want to see... Do, will there, do you want to predict, will there be more passing touchdowns than rushing touchdowns? Or uh, will there be more... Well, there was one that you wanted to do. What was the other bet you wanted to do? Oh, who was who's going to score first? Yeah, you want to do that, right? Player player that'll score yeah. first, sure. All right. Mm -hmm. Uh, you did the NHL first, so I will take this one if that's all right. Yeah, go ahead. Um, let's see. Do you know technically the Rams are the visiting team for the Super Bowl? Yes, I think very, it's very hilarious. odd fact. Um. Yeah. Boy, if I... Who is the first player to score? All right. Two teams who like to air it out. Probably not going to be a running back. I am going to say... 
Odell Beckham Jr. That's my guess. And I have a second choice, but I want to hear yours first. Who do you think is going to score first? Um, that is a, that is a pretty sound choice, OBJ. Um, I think it's going to be... T. High Higgins, High T. High T. Higgins. I I'm sorry. What? T. High. High T. Higgins. High T. Higgins. Lock him in. I had him on fantasy last year. He's very good. Uh, Higgins. All right. Interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my second was going to be uh, Chase, um, but mm-hmm. uh, I think you're right. He's going to be double and triple covered like crazy. So um, Higgins mm-hmm. is not a uh, not a bad choice at all. Uh, all right, Matt. Our next one here is um, total punts per game. Uh, total punts in the game, uh, a real number you can bet at. The over-under is six and a half. Uh, we're going to have to pick the exact number now, Matt. I will, so we all have the same knowledge. Um, in 2021, the team that averaged the highest number of punts per game averaged 5.2 per game. And the team with the lowest number of punts, do you want to guess what team that is? It will not surprise you. The lowest? Was it the Bucks? No, it's not the Bucks. It's a te- Put it this way, it's a team the that Patriots? scores a lot and does not need punts. Was it your former team, the New England Patriots? Nope, they were 28th. The Rams were 29th, Buffalo was 30th. Um, a team that scores a lot. Uh, uh, was it, what is it like the, uh, was it the, was it the it Chiefs? It was the Chiefs. It was the Chiefs. Only yeah. 2.5 per game on average. Yeah, that makes um, sense. That makes but obviously sense. the NFL or the Super Bowl is known for low scoring. Lots of opportunity for punts and stalled drives. Matt, uh, you go first on this one. Over under at six and a half. How many punts do you think there will be in this game? I think there will be I think I think I'm going to go ahead and take the under. Okay. I think there's going to be an okay. under. Um but I think it's going to be very close to that to that figure, 6.5. I'm going to say I'm going to say 5. Okay. 5 punts. Yeah. All right. Uh I think that's a great guess. I think it's so great that I'm going to take the uh, under as well, but I'm going to go with six uh, and think that there's one more. But I think it could even go higher than six. Uh, I just think it's one of those Super Bowl things that it takes them a while. We talked about this. It takes them a while to get going. Stalled drives, different atmosphere. Um, it wouldn't surprise me, but that will be an interesting one. Um Next up here, Matt, this is one of our old favorites. We've done this one every year, and I'm the only one to ever get it right. I always get the wacky ones. Uh, it is the color of the Gatorade dop- uh, dropped on the winning coach. Now, historically, um, we've seen a mix of colors, blue being the most common. We've seen orange. We've seen green. Um, I go first on this one. Um, now, obviously, one thing we always pay attention to is the team colors, right? Uh, If the Bengals win, do they dump orange? If the Rams win, do they dump blue or yellow? Um, I think blue is such a common color, just statistically, and one of the team's colors is blue. I I thought about orange. I still think orange would be a good guess or yellow, but I am going to take blue. I'm going to play it safe. Um, and go with go with the kind of obvious choice. I don't know, Matt. What 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 are you thinking, Sean? You fool! About, what? I am taking orange. I I plan this out. <laughs> orange, lock that in for me. It is going to be orange. Come on. One of the teams is the one of the only orange teams. But in, what if they I don't win? Besides the, the Bengals and the and the Browns, if they don't win, then they don't win. But I, I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say orange. Uh, all I know is. If they don't win, orange still looks cool on blue. But all I know is, like, the last... I'm making this up, but it's close. The last, like, five out of seven Super Bowls, it was blue. So, just saying, maybe the players just yeah, like the no, taste of I, blue. I actually I actually have a... Uh, would you like to know? I actually... Yes, I was reading this before I, I the show started. I would love to hear the numbers. 
I actually because I know Vegas Vegas does have a good line on orange. I will say they think it's likely. Would you like to know? Yeah. So the orange the last time orange was used in a Super Bowl was 2020 when the Chiefs won against the 49ers. Uh, last year was blue, yep. right on the dumped on the Bucks. Year prior was to blue. that, 2019 was Before blue. That was green for the 2018 Eagles. was yep. green for the Eagles. Uh, 2017 was no the year the year of the no gator that's right the nun yep. um which which shocked and stunned us all 2016 was orange with the Denver Broncos winning the Super Bowl 2015 was back to blue 2014 Sean this is the one that's gonna crush your your hopes and dreams orange Gatorade dumped on the Seattle Seahawks which are yeah, not an orange blue. team should have been blue. Not an orange team, blue. but it wasn't. I still, you're not making me want to change wasn't. my mind. Then 2013 was the, was another bizarre year where there was no Gator, the Gatorade free. 2012, purple Gatorade yeah. dumped on your New York Giants, who were blue. Um, oh, 2011 and 2010, back to back, the Packers and the Saints. Neither neither team is orange, but orange Gatorade Listen, dumped on both. What of I'm them. starting to think is that you and I put a lot more thought into the color of Gatorade than you know the the person on the team who actually makes it and serves it. And my guess is there's just a flavor Ooh. the players like. Here here's the weirdest thing of all, the weirdest stat of all. Between two thousand and five and two thousand and eight, those four Super Bowl champions all experienced the bizarre phenomenon known as clear Gatorade. Clear was dumped on, was the color dumped on the Patriots, the Steelers, the Colts, and the Giants the first time. Clear. Clear Gatorade. Uh, Matt, would you like to know the top-selling flavors of Gatorade? It's probably red, which has nope. never been dumped, as nope. far as I it's know, in the, in the modern era. It's not red? Red is not the top flavor? It is not. No. Number five, orange. Lightning. Number four, Glacier Freeze, the light blue one. Which is light blue, yeah. Number three, Lemon Lime, the yellow one, the original. Mm -hmm. uh, number two, red, Fruit Punch. And number one, Cool yeah. Blue. Number one. Yeah, but that's best selling. That's not. But what I'm saying is, if you're if you're the equipment manager for the teams, and it's like, oh, the people like the blue one, I'm going to make the blue one. Oh, that's what, that's what we got in the back of the truck today. Like... I'm, I'm going to throw the blue powder in. I don't think anyone gives a shit on the teams. They're not like, hmm, what no. would color match best when we win the Super Bowl? Like, I, no, nobody. Now, what would be interesting is if they had the so I I was I don't know if you were watching the that Bills Patriots game where the Patriots got stuffed hmm. in Buffalo. And it was freezing cold, but what was in their Gatorade, um, their Gatorade coolers, was actually hot soup. Like, oh, that's broth. right. The players were like drinking like hot broth from to warm up. Imagine dumping that on the winning coach. Well, you know, I was probably not going to happen in L.A., but if the Super Bowl was in Buffalo, I, I was just thinking to myself, be. God, what a great. What a great story that would be if, like... Because you have to imagine there's one person who chooses what color the Gatorade is. It's not like a committee chooses, or there's... It's just some guy. Well, why couldn't that guy put a whole bunch of money down on, like, black? Or some, like, insane color it would never be, and then, like, make it that color? I'm just saying, it seems like an easy scam. Well, the odds for... Yeah, there's... I mean, the odds for uh, purple are are a thousand yeah, to one. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you can make some really good the odds money. The for orange and blue are pretty close. Orange is two hundred, blue is three hundred. I, I, I think so. I think whoever it is should go put purple in there and make a nice paycheck because whatever they're earning to be the Gatorade guy isn't enough. Um, mm. All right, well, a contentious pick, but uh, one we'll have to see if we stand by again. I'm the only one to have ever won it, Matt. So this would be a big coup for you if you could get it. Uh, but now we got to move on to the conclusion of the game. Winner, final score, and MVP, Matt. Let's go with winner and final score right here. As previously mentioned, you have picked the correct winner every single time. Uh, it's an intense streak, one that continues on. Could continue on this year. Uh, we've talked about the teams. We've talked about the players. We've talked about the game. Uh, Matt, you get to go first on this one. Who is going to win the Super Bowl, and what will be the final score? Well, Sean... 
I am not a scoring expert, as you can tell. I'm not really an expert in many or anything, <laughs> some would say. But I do know about heart. And let me tell you about a little team called the Cincinnati Bengals. Dun, this is a team that dun, has dun, overcome dun, 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 heartbreak, dun, 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 adversity, <laughs> and, and the slow march of time. This is a team built for a city that that is longing for a championship and, and just has, 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 has stuck with their team ever since... You know, it, it, 1988, the last time that they that they actually mattered in in this in the whole grand scheme of things. Sean, I am going with the Cincinnati Bengals as a fellow fan of a team that has not won anything noteworthy since the Reagan administration. What team is that? When the when the the Mets oh. they won the World Series back in 1986. They were amazing. I'm going with the Bengals. I'm going with with Joey Burrows. I'm going with with uh, with with the, the the team of heart, and I'm gonna say the final score is gonna be a lot closer than it appears, but I'm gonna lock me in at 24 to 14. Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow. Very very uh, confident in your pick there. You you believe in the underdog. I do, I do, but I I want to change my score right oh. now. I'm not as okay. confident as All I right. appear. I'll, Very we'll slightly. I want Maddie I want I want Maddie Gay. I want Maddie Gay to get a field goal. So I'm gonna I wanna say that it's actually gonna be twenty four to seventeen. Okay. Locked in. Uh Matt, listen. Uh I hate that you've I want Maddie Gay to get that field goal for Matt's for Matt's everywhere. Yes. Yeah, so proud uh, uh, could you imagine Matt Stafford and Matt Gay oh, Matt. standing up on the podium? Big day yes. for Matt. I want him to be. I want him to be MVP. But well, I I liked the uh... someday. Someday there will be a kicker MVP. You mark my words. Mm, someday. No. Uh, but the 49ers have a player named Juwan Jennings, uh, which which I'm a big fan of. I was hoping he'd make it. That's a lot closer it's, to your. It's name it's, it's than, really because it's J A U N Jennings. Like it's it's mm-hmm. very close. Um, Matt, listen, I hate that you've won all these. I don't want you to win. I don't want you to win. I, I got to break your streak. And the thing is, before you even picked a team, I knew what team I was picking. Why is that? Normally, I would have gone with the underdog team. I kind of hope the Bengals win. I like the story. I'm rooting for them. They seem like cool guys. They smoke the cigars, and they're, they're young, and they're the rookies. It's great. Here's the thing. The Rams are going to fucking crush them, okay? And it's not even going to be close. And here's why. <laughs> uh, Rams are good. They're a good team. And not even their offense. Their defense. And they know exactly where the Bengals' weaknesses are on offense, and they're going to exploit the hell out of them. You don't get Von Miller and Aaron Donald on the same team and think you're going to be putting up big points. Uh, and so they are going to grossly limit what Joe Burrows can do. And I don't want this to happen. I want the Bengals to win. But I also want to win our stupid prop bet thing. So I am picking your Los Angeles Rams to win the Super Bowl. And I am going to do it with a final score of 38 to 24. Uh, no, I'm sorry, 20, 38 to 27. That's what I'm going to go. I got to give Matt Gay his kick in there. Um, give Matt, put Matt, yeah. Put so 38 to 27 is my pick. I don't think it's going to be that close. Here, here's I'll even be more aggressive in my prediction. I think the Rams are going to come out and smother Joe Burrows. They're going to go up by like... 20 points at some point in the game. Bengals will mount a late comeback. They're still going to fall short. That's my prediction from the guy. I I just put it this way. And and I will say this about... Bengals are... They are a second-half team. They are. Yeah. And and it wouldn't surprise me Mm -hmm. if they mounted a comeback. But what I will say is, if Cincinnati wins this game, they... You cannot overrate them. It is not possible. If you think of the teams they beat, to get this Super Bowl, literally, it's got to be one of the greatest stories in the history of the league. 
Well, that's just it. Is you you have to to a certain degree you have to believe that maybe they're a team of destiny. Honestly, right? you have to it, kind of think absolutely that, right? insane. They they people were thinking they were going to miss the playoffs in the middle of the season and they're going to might win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And the Rams are good. It, it happens. The Rams are not an easy team. Sometimes things just break the way that that they break the way that they do, and teams teams go on a run, and they overcome would seem like incredible odds and they do it. They just do it. Right. Um, look at, look at the 2019 Washington nationals, yeah. right? Like they, they just broke the way that they did and they made a run. Look at the 2018 Philadelphia Eagles, right? Well, even the bucks they last wild, year, they won a wild card. Their wild card team didn't even win their division and made it all the way. Look at the yeah. giants, both times that they won, right? Those are all just, just crapshoot teams that just somehow, get it together at the right time and things. And just by the click. way, playing in a deathly division, um, they, they had a lot of things break their way, but they're also a very good team. And look, whether or not they win the Super Bowl, they're gonna be great next year. I mean that's the exciting thing is, is Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, these guys, I mean they're so dynamic. And I think if they can beef up that defense, uh they they're gonna be a team to really look out for. So I'm excited about that. I do think it's gonna be a good mm-hmm. game. Matt, we have to pick our MVPs uh, of the game, uh, one we pick. You've well, either you've won. I've never won this one, mainly because you always get to pick first, and you pick the really obvious one. So I'm gonna go first, uh, and I'm gonna pick. Um, uh, gosh, what do I think the odds are of different people winning the MVP? Obviously, the quarterbacks get kind of that incumbent advantage where it's almost always the quarterbacks. I think the only non-quarterback players who could possibly win this would be Aaron Donald if he gets like a zillion sacks, uh, like Von Miller did, uh, although Peyton Manning was in much worse shape than Matt Stafford is. Uh, I think Cooper Cup, if he has a big game, maybe. But then again, Stafford would have had to have thrown him the ball, so he's going to get credit for that. Uh, I think it's going to be one of the quarterbacks, and I think it's if the Bengals win, it's got to be Burrow. Um, but I think the Rams are going to win, so I'm going to go with uh, a guy who I think is immensely talented and got to sit on a very shitty team for way too long and absolutely deserves to be a Super Bowl MVP, Matt Stafford. For Matt. Yeah, and I'm going to apply the same logic, and I'm going to say that it that it goes to Burrow. has to, right, if the Bengals win. So I said the Bengals are going to win, so I'm going to say that Burrow gets the MVP. Yeah, I- I don't um, know if you'll ever see a receiver. Well, we did. We saw Julian Edelman win, right? But I think that was such a weird we game. Did, but that's just because Brady had already won so much. Well, and it was such <laughs> a low-scoring like, game that... It was. It was but, a low-scoring game. you know, game. the quarterback has to throw those passes, so they're going to get the credit before the receivers mm-hmm. do. So I, I, I think that makes the most sense. Yeah. I think, And I think Burroughs is really the guy. Burroughs the guy that they all rallied around, you know, he's kind of the glue that, that really holds them yep. all together and him being an Ohio kid and that story, you know, did, uh, I, it, snapping his ACL end. and coming back the whole thing. It's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wonderful. Well, it should be a great game, Matt. I'm very excited. We're going to come back next week and talk about the game, talk about the results, reveal the winner, um, and discuss what we thought of, uh, the show, the halftime, the national anthem, the commercials, the whole nine yards. Should be fun. Are you feeling confident? You think you're going to win this? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think either way, I think it's going to be an exciting and close game. And I think either way, I would be happy for Matt Stafford if he won. I mean, he escaped Detroit, and I, I was, uh, I, that's the main I, thing. I was so kind of hoping you were he escaped uh, Detroit. I was hoping you were going to say you were happy for me if I won. Um, but and I would be happy for you. I'm if the you Detroit won, Lions of this would, stupid prop bet thing. It, it would, you know, it would take it would take a lot of the pressure off me <laughs> as the New England Patriots. It's hard being so great. League. It is. It's it's you know. It's, I get nervous every year now. I like. I feel like I have like performance anxiety. Like I have to. I have to win <laughs> because I I have uh, I have this streak going. Well. Uh- and um, you know, if you snap it, then it's then it's the no pressure anymore. If I were the Bengals, man, I'd be feeling real good that Matt picked me. I'll tell you that. That's a good luck charm right there. Um, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, I, I I'm gonna tell you, I actually feel good. I I, I look at everything I wrote, um, and, and I feel pretty good. So I'm uh, I, I'm excited. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot of fun. 
Uh, hopefully everyone out there enjoys the big game and then comes back and enjoys next week's episode uh, where we discuss the entire thing, our thoughts and opinions, talk about all the drama and all the excitement uh, and talk about how the contest went. So uh, we're done here, I believe. We're wrapped up. Um, but always a treat. Super Bowl 56. Going to be a fun one. Uh, make sure you subscribe wherever you get podcasts so you get next week's episode as well. Uh, and uh, we're going to wrap it up here. So on behalf of Matt, I'm Sean. Uh, we appreciate you being here as always, and we'll see you next week for an even superer edition of Up for Debate. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.